L&M is best. Stands out from all the rest. Around Dodge City and in the territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. Chance a job, and it makes a man watchful and a little lonely. Thank you, Marshal, but... Well, he's 
I'm not expecting me. Maybe I'd just better wait. It, it might upset him otherwise. Well, sure. Why don't you do that? You got a place to stay? No, I haven't. Oh, there's an extra room over where I live. Is there? Well, I work at the Long Branch, and it's a saloon on Front Street. Oh. But the rooms aren't too close. Quiet there. Nobody will bother you. Thank you, Kitty. Oh, come on, then. We'll find somebody to carry your things over. I think Matt and Chester are going to be busy. Uh, yeah. Yeah, we are. Goodbye, Miss Cabot. Goodbye, Anne. Goodbye. Talk to you later, Matt. Okay. It's not very far. You walk from one end of the town to the other about five minutes. Oh, my goodness, Mr. Dillon. Jack Schomer. Ah, let's go find him, Chester. That poor girl. We'll take Doc with us. Maybe he can do something. Explain it to you when your head's clear. 
Don't let her scare you. I don't worry about Anne. She doesn't scare easy. Marshal, you haven't heard anything about Jack when he'll be back. Well, uh, Jack Schomer's a busy man, Anne. He's up north somewhere, like I said. He trades horses, you know. No, I didn't. Uh, he'll, he'll probably be back in a oh, day or so. I can wait. I'm used to waiting. It won't be long, Anne. No. Oh, Kitty, look. Are those the kind of bonnets you were telling me about in the window over there? Ah, those are the ones. If Mr. Jonas doesn't have them marked up too hard, well, there's some price tags on them. Excuse me. Where is Shulman, Mike? Uh, we sobered him up. He's doing some thinking now. Sitting in that shock of his? Yeah. Kitty, they're all a dollar and a half. Is that too high? No, that's fair. We'll go in and try one on you in a minute. Oh, good. I wish Shomer would hurry up, Matt. I hate playing this kind of game with a girl like this. Yeah, I know. Hey, I ain't seen you with Dodge before. No, you haven't. Matt. My name's Hank Root. What's yours? Stay here, Kitty. Uh-huh. I'm not accustomed to meeting men this way. Oh, now, don't get like that. Groot. I ain't doing nothing, Marshal. I'm only talking to ladies. You leave the ladies alone, Groot. All of them. And if I have any more trouble with you, I'm going to run you out of Dodge for good. Now, get moving. You want them all for yourself, huh? But it ain't going to be that way. You'll see. Thank you, Marshal. <laughs> I'm afraid they're not all gentlemen out here, Anne. When are you going to get around to shooting him, Matt? If I'm going to stay out here, I guess I'll have to learn to handle men like that. And you won't run into anybody worse than Hank Groder. No, and if he bothers you again, Ed, you let me know right away. Huh? I certainly will, Marshal. Okay. Now you two go buy your bonnets, huh? <laughs> goodbye, Marshal. Goodbye, Matt. Hey, goodbye. tonight, and then I had to go to work. Anne was going back to her room to do some sewing and things, but she isn't there. I don't know where she is. Well, how do you know? Have you been there? I broke a heel off my shoe, and I went over to get a different pair. I stopped by her room. She's not there. That isn't like her. Well, you go back to work, Kitty. We'll look for her. Come on, Justin. You better find her. Yeah, we'll find her. Let me know, Matt, will you? Sure, of course I will, Kitty. First, Chester, that's where she was headed. Kitty's awful upset, ain't she? Yeah. Kitty takes a liking to somebody. She's kind of a tiger about him. Yes, sir, that sure is true. Well, I hope nothing's happened to Anne. Maybe she 
only went for a walk or something. Yeah, maybe. But a woman shouldn't go for a walk at night alone, should she? No. She might get lost or something. Yeah. Ought to stay indoors at night, unless she's with somebody. That's right, Justin. It's too dangerous in a place like Dodge. You don't never know what might happen, do you? No. Well, Hold up a minute, Justin. I don't see nothing. On the ground over there, just out of that patch of moonlight. when I got her up to docks. And she stayed that way. He examined her, but he couldn't find anything wrong. There wasn't a scratch on her. Her hair was messed up some, but we figured that happened when she fell. Kitty and Doc spent the night watching her and waiting. But at noon the next day, Anne was still unconscious. And there didn't seem to be a thing anybody could do about it. Chester and I stayed out of the way and did our waiting downstairs in the office. I've heard tell of people going to sleep and staying that way practically forever, Mr. Young. You think that's what she's got? Uh, whoever heard of sleeping sickness around here, Chester? Well, maybe she caught it back east and brought it with her. Well, I don't know about back east. Marshal? Well, what do you know? Well, come on in. It's no use, Marshal. What? I came to tell you I can't do it. Oh? I'm going to go away. 
Maybe you can tell her I got killed or something. No, I haven't been drinking. Not a drop since you and Doc and Chester came down there. Show me there's something. Matt, I wanted to tell you the thing. Yeah, what is it, Doc? Jack Schumer. Hello, Doc. It's a good thing you're here, Schumer. What? He doesn't know about her yet, Doc. Oh, no, what? We found Ann lying unconscious on the street last night, and she's been that way ever since. She came to her a few minutes ago, Matt. Oh? No. she say anything? Yes. It seems Hank Grote stopped her and tried to talk to her. She slapped him and made him so mad he hit her. Well, he must have done it with the flat of his hand. But it gave her a concussion. He's a mighty powerful man. Hank Grode hit Ann. I'll go get him, Doc. Oh, wait a minute, and I'll go with you, Mr. Dillon. I just want to lock the door out back here. All right. I saw Grode going into the Texas Trail next door. Oh, good. I'm going back to Ann. She's a bad shit. Yeah, Doc.
She's in the back room there. I've got to see her. Wait a minute. Why? You're too late. Too late? Anne died a couple of minutes ago. Ah, oh, she asked about you. She wanted to see you. I think she knew something was wrong. Should have come here first. Instead of going after growth, maybe. Might have helped. Didn't prove anything, did it? What do you mean? I wanted growth to kill me, Marshal, don't you understand? That way I never have to tell her the truth about me. Her I couldn't face. Where are you going, Schumer? Where do you think, Dot? We're going to get a drink. Well, man. We tried, Doc. It just wasn't there.
Yes. L&M is best. Stands out from all the rest. Around Dodge City and in the territory on West, there's just one way to handle the killers and the spoilers, and that's with a U.S. Marshal and the smell of gun smoke. Chester. 
Did he hit you? No. Well, did you see him? If I could out, I had a bullet in him. You, you didn't see him at all? Well, I saw the smoke from his rifle. Well, then maybe you hit him. And if I didn't, they came awful close. Can I take a look now? No, you better stay where you are. What was he shooting at you for, Mr. Dillon? Well, I'll ask him when we get close enough, Justin. I know where he was. We'll skirt that hill to our left there and come up on his flank. I don't like that in bushwhacked. Well, that's where he was, Chester, behind that clump of beard grass there. He sure ain't there now. Yeah, I guess I didn't hit him after all. I don't see no sign of blood. No, but we can track him anyway. You ride to one side, and I'll follow his trail. All right, sir. You yell out if you see anything at all, Justin. Yes, sir, I sure will. Now, well, here's where he had his horse. I don't know. Oh, by heaven, those are mule tracks. Hey, look. Beyond them trees there, Mr. Dillon... There's a little stream over there. Yeah. It's big enough to hide his tracks. All he has to do is ride down the middle of it. Well, you can follow along one bank and I'll take the other. He's got to come out of the water someplace. Well, how are we going to tell if he's headed upstream or down? Uh, I never thought of that. Now, here's where he went under the water, Chester. I'll go over and see if he rode straight across. Wait a minute, Mr. Dillon. What? Come on down here. Yeah, what is it? Well, look at them tracks, Mr. Dillon. He come out of the water right here. Now, what was he doing riding downstream a hundred yards? All that did was slow him up. Now, he's crazy. Anybody riding a mule must be crazy. Well, he can't be too far ahead of us, Justin. Let's get it. Best filter tip cigarette. <laughs> 
half a mile or so, we had no trouble tracking him. But then he started up along the side of a low hill that was mostly shale. And since his mule was unshod, his trail became almost impossible to follow. We lost it over and over again. And I had to get down and move along a foot or two at a time in order to pick it up. But finally, some tracks led down into the soft dirt. And a couple of miles further on, we spotted a little cabin. He ain't nothing but a nester, Mr. Dillon. Well, he handles a rifle better than any nester I ever saw. Yeah. Ah, well, we better go on foot from here, Chester. Well, ain't gonna find nobody. He's probably inside, waiting for us. Well, he hasn't shot at us yet. Let's chance it, huh? Walk right up there. Okay. There's a corral out back beyond that wagon, Mr. Jones. Yeah. There's his mule. Just stuck his head up. Uh, there must be somebody home. I hope they don't come out shooting. Chester Proudfoot. How do you mean? Never heard of you. Uh, we're strangers here. This ain't a good place to be, mister. You better keep riding. We, uh, we got to talk to your husband first. Who are you drawing with, Liza? Well, there's a couple of strangers down here, Mr. Peavy. We got nothing for strangers. They want to talk to you. Get him away from the door. I'll come outside and talk to Mr. Peavy said to get away from the door. All right, man. He's coming out now. You stay here, Liza, and keep Paul out of the way, too. If you ever want to see what's going on, go back to your room, Paul. You carry that rifle like a blue ridge mountain, man, Mr. Dillon? Yeah. My wife says you want to talk to me. What about? Your name's Peavy? Alvin Peavy. I'm Matt Dillon, Peavy. They don't mean nothing to me. I'm a lawman, U.S. Marshal. They don't mean nothing to me, neither. We tracked you here, Peavy, you and your mule. Tracked me? What for? Because I don't like getting shot at. I don't know what you're talking about, Marshal, but I ain't proud to have you standing here in front of my cabin and putting blame on me. I said we tracked you here. What difference does that make? I didn't do no shooting, and you can't prove I did. If I was you, I'd clear out and leave people to their own business. You try to kill a man, and then you get mad when 
he complains about it, huh? Why should I try to kill you? It don't make sense to kill a man you don't even know. I never shot at a man without causing my life, and that's the truth. Anything else you want to tell me? No. Except to leave me alone. All right. Come on, Chester. Well, Mr. Dillon, you can't let him get... Come on, I said. Yes, sir. We just gonna ride off and let him get by with this, Mr. Dillon? We're gonna ride off, Chester, but we'll be back in the morning. We'll be back every day for a week if we have to. Proved what I suspected all along. 
So we turned around and rode back toward the Peavy cabin. We were about a mile from it when we saw an old man and a woman ahead of us, both armed and both riding mules. Well, they see us, Mr. Jones. They're stopping. Good. They don't look none too friendly neither, do they? And nobody does around here. Hello? He won't even wave. somebody? Maybe. What's your name? Cade. Jack Cade. This here's my wife, Ellen. It ain't us you're looking for, is it? You live around here, Cade? A few miles from here. Alvin Peavy, a friend of yours? Not hardly. Shut up, Silver. And if you're not friends, what are you doing here, Cade? Man can ride where he pleases. Sure. When a man and his wife start out carrying rifles and are headed for Alvin Peavy's place, it might be different. You keep out of this, Marshal. Us kids don't need no lawmen. Who is it, Cade? Your son? What's he know about Ben? I told you to shut up, Bill, and I'll do the talking. Ben, huh? Is that it, Cade? Did Peavy kill your son, Ben? All right, you're so smart, I'll tell you. Men like Peavy don't deserve to live. He killed Ben and he stole him. Run off with his body. Men can't get lower than that. How do you know he killed him? I found Ben last night, that's how. Last night? I couldn't handle him alone, so I went home after Ellen. Then it got dark and we had to wait there till morning. He was gone, but then... I knew it was Alvin Peavy stole him, and he killed him, too. But he's going to die for it. We're going to face him straight on and get it over with. Fast. Ellen's as good a shot as I am. Look, Kate, if Peavy killed your son, I don't blame you for being mad. But he must have had some reason for killing him. It ain't none of your bother, Marshal. I keep telling you. All right, I'll have to make it, my brother. Don't move, Cade. You're covered. Miss Cade, you hold that rifle down or I'll have to shoot your husband. But it's sneaking, ain't you? Get a rifle, Chester. Yes. I'll give it to you, Cade. Thank you. And I'll take yours, Cade. Go ahead. Got another rifle. Where? At home. And I'll get it, too. You're not going home, Kate. What do you mean? We're going to go see the Peavies first. Like you say, we're going to get this thing over with.
for quality or effectiveness. Best flavor. The miracle tip draws easy. Lets you enjoy all the taste. Best tobaccos. Highest quality tobaccos. Low nicotine tobaccos. L and M tobaccos. Light and mild. Today, buy L and M. It's sweeping the country because it's America's best filter-tipped cigarette. Yes, today, why don't you get L&M? Because L&M's got everything. This is it, L&M filters. L&M's got everything. It's the best. empty, Chester. Uh, where have they got to? If you stay with the cage, I'm going to take a look around back. I hope Alvin TV shoots you, Marshal. And I hope he doesn't. Keep an eye on him, Chester. Yes, you stand real easy now, Cade, and quiet, shoot anybody, Peavy. Chester! Bring him back here! What are you up to anyway? I want to explain something to you, Peavy, and to Jack Cade and his wife, too. Cade? Yeah, we met him coming over here to kill you. I've got to get my rifle. Mark. They're not armed. We took their rifles. He's right, Mr. Peavy. They ain't armed. I'll kill him with my bare hands. You move and I'll bend my gun barrel over your head, Peavy. Another grave here, Marshal. You can't see it. I fixed it so nobody can see it. What? Two months ago, Ben Kate shot my son. Before he died, I promised I'd someday bury Ben nearby, and that's what I'm doing. It's your boy's own fault he got shot. If he hadn't been hounding, Ben, it wouldn't have happened. Now that's what this feud's all about. Huh? It ain't over yet, Marshal. Peavy's gonna die for killing Ben. Now, wait a minute, Kate. Baby, I want to ask you something. Well? You were after young Kate for killing your son, is that right? That's right. And now he's dead, you're satisfied? That's all I wanted. It don't matter who killed him. And you, Kate? You're after Peavy because he shot your boy. I'll kill him for it if it takes ten years. Well, you're wasting your time. The feud's over, gentlemen. Huh? I killed Ben Kate. 
What are you talking about? He tried to shoot me from ambush. He thought I was Peavy stalking him. So I fired back. And I must have hit him. But he didn't die till he got across that stream where you found his body. We tracked him as far as the bank, and then I got smart and picked up a trail that came out down below. I thought it was Ben. But of course, it was Peavy. Yeah, true. Peavy, you didn't shoot him? I never claimed I did. You can't blame the marshal, Kate. No. He had to defend himself. What? My blaming it. I'm sorry it happened, Kate. But now maybe both of you men are ready to agree that there's been enough killing around here. What do you say, Peavy? It's been enough for me. I'm satisfied. What about you, Kate? What do you think? It ought to stop now. We lost our boys. I'm thinking maybe it's right that they should be buried here like that. To kind of remind us. Hey? Yeah, Stevie. You leave Ben here. I guess you ought to come by once in a while. Well, I'd want to do that. See my son's grave. I'll take good care of both of them. Yeah. Maybe if my woman boils up some coffee, all you people sit down with it. Uh, thank you, Peavy. I think everybody would like that. Daner and Vic Parra. Polly Bear is Chester.